Hello friends, I'm Amanda Barr. And I'm Rebecca Lou Brennan, and welcome to Dance Principles United, the podcast. Together, we are passionate about helping studio owners with the business of running their studio. Join us as we talk everything from marketing systems, studio culture, motherhood, life, and everything in between. This is the Dance Principles United podcast. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Dance Principles United podcast. Beck and I are so excited to be back with part two of our leadership series. How are you today, Beck? Have you had an amazing day? I have had an amazing day, and I'm super excited to get into this because I think that leadership is so important. It's something we don't talk about enough as studio owners, but it is just so important in our business uh, to be a good leader and to self-reflect and realize whether you are being a good leader or not. Absolutely. And if you missed last week's podcast, we definitely would suggest you jump back over and have a listen to it. You know, we chatted about what is holding you back as um, a leader and you know some of the roadblocks and some of the things that we find are so often stopping people Um, and you know if you're not being the leader you want to be it's so important to start by being self-reflective right to look at you know maybe it's because i just want to be liked or maybe it's because i need to learn to not hate confrontation or whatever that is, because it's hard to move forward until you can be self-reflective, right? Totally. And I think that has to happen on a daily basis. And I still have to do it on a daily basis. So I have to ask myself, why am I avoiding that situation? Why am I making this decision? You know, I've got to look at all the reasoning behind it and make sure that I'm making the right decision and not basing it on things like, do I want to be liked or am I avoiding confrontation, but basing it on the best decision for the business. Absolutely. So if you haven't, uh, jump off this podcast, go back to the other one first. That's what we would recommend first, because today we're going to talk about what makes a good leader, because there's so many things. And, you know, um, leadership training is something we've got to learn, right? It's not something that always just comes natural. There's so many great resources um, to learn about how to be a good leader for your team. And it's so important to stand up and be a great leader because that's what's going to make the difference in your business. You can't just do it all alone. Totally. I totally agree. So let's go through our six top things that we think makes a good leader, Amanda. And the first one is vision. You know, Mm -hmm. you need to have a clear vision for your business and your staff need to know what that vision is as well. Otherwise, they don't know what they're reaching towards. Absolutely. And I think this is something that's, you know, so easily overlooked, right? That sometimes we're like, oh, yeah, I have a vision. It's like this, you know, and it's in your head or perhaps it's a physical premises or something like that. I do find sometimes when you talk to people, that's what their vision is. But what about the emotional feeling behind it? You know, what is that vision? What do you want to create inside your studio? You know, and I think when you can get super clear on that, so much so that it's not just like living in your head, that you can write it down, that you can do a mood board, a vision board, whatever you want to do as a creative person, you know, to be super clear on what you're working towards, but also making sure that there's absolutely no doubt in any of your staff's mind what it is that you're working towards. Yeah, totally. And sharing it with them, you know, like 
Um, the amount of times that I've sat down with my staff and said, okay, this is this is where we're at and this is where I would like to go to and what I'd like to add and where we'd like to be and, you know, just constantly evolving that with them and talking them to them about what's in your head. I think we get scared to talk to them about our dreams and what we want mm-hmm. to happen. But if you've got that great team behind you, those dreams really are going to happen because they're there backing you and helping you with it. It's no good just hoping the dreams are going to happen and they have no idea of what what's what's in the you know headline what's going to be happening up next so making sure that you're talking to them about it but one of the things we suggested for our studio growth club members was to put your studio in the middle of a big page of paper and then write out all the different things that you see it be you know all the not just maybe that you want to add a different program to it but how you want children to feel in class and what you want your waiting area to feel like and there's so many different things that go into that right Oh, absolutely. And, you know, not being scared, you know, you started mentioning before, not being scared to share it with people. I think it's such a self-preservation thing, right? We're always scared to tell someone that, oh, we really want to have, you know, a hundred kids in our studio that all are absolutely loving the class that, you know, loving coming to class that are so excited, you know, whatever that is um, for you in your studio, we get so scared to tell people that in case it doesn't come true. But Mm. without sharing that, it's not going to come true anyway. So you need to share it with people and you need to um, take that leap of faith and share it with your team because that is how you'll move forward with that vision. Totally. And I I think like... You know, there's so many books and things on this as well, but that manifesting of this is where we're going to get to, you know, and changing your thinking of I hope not to, I hope I get there. I'm going to get there. I'm going to achieve this. And when you really make yourself think of that, you know, Amanda and I always talk about how important it is for us to have our goals up and around us all the time. So when you get up in the morning, you go, right, what am I? aiming towards what's my goal I haven't told you this Amanda but you're gonna laugh at me but I've got like a dress that I want to wear for the studio growth club um, retreat that's coming up in July and it's hanging up at the front of my wardrobe so that I can see it all the time and so that every single day I get up and I don't want to get up at 6 30 in the morning and go for a walk in the freezing cold wind but I'm going to because I want to wear the dress but that's I want to see the dress I want to see the dress (laughs) We're going to get off topic now because I want to know all about it. (laughs) But it's just like, that's a silly example, but it's a perfect example of, you know, getting up each morning, looking at your goals and going, right, what am I aiming for today? How am I going to make that one little step towards that goal and that vision that I have? And I think that's, that's what we need, right? Absolutely. I love that. And it is because it's putting your goals in front of you, regardless of what that goal is, whether it's the hot dress or you know, X amount of students or, you know, more kids in the ballet program or, you know, kids walking in in your uniform and feeling excited and, you know, kids running into your waiting room, whatever that is, you know, sharing that with people, putting that vision board up, you know, sharing it with your whole team and manifesting that shit. Like that's how it's going to happen. Right. Um, yep. We've all watched the, you know, inspirational Instagram, TikToks, whatever it is on how to manifest stuff, but it's true. So make sure um, as a good leader, you are sharing that vision with your entire team. Don't just keep it bottled up to yourself, I guess. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think the first step to that is being really clear with it too, guys. So our second one is integrity. Now, this means a lot of things to a lot of people, and I'll be interested to know what it means to you, Amanda. But to me, it means being really honest and upfront with my team, especially if I stuff up. Yeah. Or especially if I speak out of turn. I'll give you a perfect example. So one of my staff, um, I was talking to another staff member about something they'd done. And then that staff member went back and said, oh, Beck was talking about this and said this, this and this about what you'd done. And she called me and said, did you say it? And I said, yep, sure did. I didn't deny it. I didn't try and make up a story around it. I said to her, yep, I sure did. Sorry, I haven't got to calling you yet about it. But here's my issues and here's and I want to know what happened and, you know, how we can solve it. But that's integrity, right? Or like if you really stuff something up or do the wrong thing, because I probably shouldn't have gone and spoken to that staff member, let's be honest. I should have just gone straight to the source. But, you know, if you've done the wrong thing, own it. That's what I think integrity is, like being really honest and upfront. I'm also a big believer in being honest and upfront with my staff about the numbers in the business. You know, how many preschoolers do we have? How many main school do we have? How much revenue are we getting in per week? We are really open about that with my admin team. Every Monday we go through that. And that's a big thing for me too. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And I love that integrity because I think that's so important, not just in business, but, you know, in life. And I think it's not just being honest with the people around us when we make mistakes um, and, you know, when we do something great as well, like both, um, you know, the, both sides of it, but also being honest with ourselves. Because I do think there's so much that thing there that we can sit there and go, well, she didn't do this, she didn't do that. Well, part of having really good integrity is like looking at yourself and going, probably I should have set her up for better success. I should have made sure, you know, what did I do? What can I do to help solve that situation? But I think that if you always uh, feel good about everything that you're doing inside your business, because we, like, we all have moments where we're like, mm, probably shouldn't have done that, you know, whether it was talking to a staff member, a parent, a student, whatever that is. But if you can honestly uh, say that everything that you're doing comes from, you know, the best place inside you, then you've got to be happy with everything and the outcomes that come from that. Whether that does mean, you know, perhaps you've lost a student over it or whatever, if you're really acting from integrity, I guess, and, and making sure that you're happy with yourself and the decisions you're making, uh, it makes it much easier to kind of stomach regardless of how the outcome pans out, I guess. Does that make sense? Yeah, I love that. And it really does, that integrates with the vision as well, Amanda. It's like mm -hmm. if you're not clear with that, then it's very hard for you to have integrity around it. If you're clear with that vision, then you know that that's what you need to reach for. And we say to our Studio Growth Club members all the time, at the end of the day, if you lose that student, they probably weren't the right person for you anyway because they're not on board with your vision in your business. But I absolutely love that. You know, coming, coming from that true place and knowing that that's what you're reaching for and what you want is... Yeah, it's absolute key, isn't it? Absolutely. Uh, so our next kind of, you know, top six things that make a good leader is adaptability because that is so important in business, right? You can't, we need to be able to adapt to new situations because things change and it's okay. And sometimes our vision changes too, right? And that's okay too. 
Totally. And let's talk about a couple of big things. You know, let's talk about COVID, for example. Those who adapted through COVID, those who changed the way they were doing their business really thrived. And those who stuck to things and said, no, we can't change, we can't do what we're doing, um, you know, didn't thrive essentially. And, you know, Amanda and I heard Mark Boros talk earlier this year, and that was an amazing session, right? Mm -hmm. But Amanda, one of the things that I loved, and I think I've brought this up before on the podcast that he said is, yes, we're possibly going to go into an economic crisis. Yes, things are going to go wrong like COVID. That's business. Business ebbs and flows. You're never going to have this smooth sailing 24-7 in business. There's always going to be a storm. It's how you adapt that counts. And if you adapt, then you're going to continue with your business. And if you can't adapt, then you're not going to. So, you know, we've seen it over and over again, right? Absolutely. Um, And I think that it's not just talking about like big things as well. Like I think 100% talking about big things like economic crises, uh, COVID, all of those things, important to adapt in that. But it's also important to adapt in smaller everyday things. You know, it just because our concert has always been done that way doesn't mean we have to keep doing it. You know, um, just because we've always worn stockings doesn't mean we have to keep wearing stockings. Just because we've always run a rehearsal at the concert it doesn't mean we have to. Just because fees have always been paid on a termly basis doesn't mean you have to keep paying them like that. You know, there's so many other ways. And just because that was the way, you know, I, it's funny, I, I've spoken to a couple of um, young studio owners recently um, and running, you know, just started their businesses, running really great businesses and stuff. And a couple of questions and really to get them thinking was like, oh, so why are you doing that like that? that's the way they'd been brought up right that's how their studio as a kid had been doing it and then you know just like just the light bulb that goes off when i'm like but you don't have to do it like that just because your studio did it like that and this light bulb moment they're like oh exactly we can change things up like it doesn't always have to be the same there's no right you know just because studios have been doing things a certain way for 50 years or whatever doesn't mean they're right doesn't mean you can't change it and make it work for you right Totally. And we we can think of lots of examples here. I was totally thinking about the fees thing at the exact same yeah. time you were. Everything now is direct debit. Everything in your life. If you go to a gym, it's direct debit. If you go to swim club, it's direct debit. Everywhere is direct debit. Why you wouldn't do the same thing and have a membership taken out for your clients makes no sense. Yes, you're going to get one or two who arc up, who've done it for 10 years and don't want to change, but it's one or two loud clients. The other thing is social media. You know, mm. 10 years ago, there was very little social media or 15 years ago. Now it's the biggest and best way for us to advertise our business and get it out there. Embrace it. Be excited that we have that platform where we can actually get our business out to people and show them what we're doing and use it to the best of your ability because, you know, that's going to be the hugest way to grow your school. So, yeah, there's so many little things like that. You're right, Amanda, that we just need to adapt to and consistently adapt with the times. Businesses who adapt with the times are the ones that have gone on forever. You know, Coca-Cola certainly is not doing the same things it is it was in the 1940s or wherever it started, obviously. They have completely adapted. They changed with the times. That why, that's why that brand is still going. I'm sure there were plenty of drink brands that started in the 1940s that have not lasted, you know, and it's because they adapt. They change with the times and that's what counts. So, yeah, be open to adapting, you know, and even on the spot sometimes it's like, you know, having that ability uh, to adapt. Even when a staff member says something to us and you're like, 
yep, I was so, yep, you're right. I don't know why I've been, you know, stuck in the mud about thinking it like this, this way. Yeah, let's change it. You know, there's so many people that can uh, change our vision and our views. And so be open to that because that's how you keep building and thrive, you know, uh, growing your business, I guess. Yeah, totally. Now, one that I know you are so huge on, Amanda, is communication mm. and making sure that you are consistently communicating with your staff, your families, all the things, right? Like it's so, so important. Absolutely. And that is really what makes a good leader because, you know, as we said, you know, there's the integrity, the adaptability, the vision, like all of these things. However, if you're not communicating and telling your staff and your families and everybody around you these things, that makes it really hard. So you really need to look at your communication uh, skills around that and making sure you're sharing everything with your team um, and your families as well, sharing everything in your business. You know, it's so important. There's some, you know, great tools to be using um, that you can use for communication. You know, for a team, we are, we love Slack. That's what we use for our team uh, to communicate on, um, which is an awesome chat-based kind of app, I guess, uh, that's meant for teams. Um, but nothing beats just talking to people either. You know, taking the time to chat to your staff, to have the meeting, to take them out for a coffee to see where they're at, you know, um, that can sometimes not be, you know, it's just nothing better, right? Sorry, I'm losing my words now. But there's just absolutely no, nothing better because, you know, we that's what we all want as creatures, as humans. We want to communicate. We want to have that uh, connection with people. So I think that's so, so important. Yeah, I always talk about the two-minute catch-up. You know, it's not possible to catch up with every single team person, especially if, you know, like me, you've got about 30 staff members, but it is it is possible to have a five-minute chat with them or a two-minute chat, even if it's in between class. And it's like, you know, hey, Jacob, how's hip-hop going? How are you going with all the things? And just having that quick little conversation, you'll gauge off that whether they need more of your time or not. If they're like, oh, I'm not really coping or whatever, then you can go, cool, let's sit a meeting. But if they're like, yeah, it's all great and I'm loving life. Perfect. At least you've had that little chat with them, you know. Um, you know, Amanda, that every Monday my team has our sit-down meeting. It's at 11.30 every single Monday and we just talk about how things have gone, where we're, where we're at, where, what we're heading towards, you know, that's really important as well. And I'm talking my admin team, of course, not my just, you know, teachers who come in once a week communication is really key and that's when we set tasks and say right this is what we're doing this is what we're not doing absolutely so 100 communication i think that's number one for what makes a good leader um you know because i think it actually brings in all the other things but confidence as well all right so our other thing for being a good leader is being confident in your decisions i guess as well and being confident with how you lead Totally. And I, I keep coming back to vision, but I think this is, again, where you've got to have your vision in place. You need to know exactly what you're reaching for and what you want, because then you have the confidence to say no to that parent. You have the confidence to say to that um, teacher, look, that's not within our vision. And so therefore, I don't think that's a great idea or, you know, maybe we could have done that differently because it's not within our vision. So making sure that you have the confidence essentially means being really strong in your own self and, and strong in what you where you want your business to be. Absolutely. 
Um, I think that's so, so important. And we all know that that's important in life, right? That confidence. Um, and our sixth uh, massive tip for being a good leader is decisiveness. Because sometimes it doesn't matter what decision is made. It just needs a decision. You know, like um, so often we hear from, you know, this is just an example that comes up all the time is picking costumes. Mm. Like, you know, is it the pink fairy wings or is it the purple fairy wings? Does it really matter? I don't know. I don't think it does. And yes, there's the creativeness of us that's like, oh, but I need this and I need that. And that costume isn't quite right. You all know what I mean. Of course not. We're talking about, we're not just talking about fairy wings, but, you know, getting that costume or whatever that is, sometimes, you know, that little bit doesn't actually matter. Just pick the first one and don't spend hours and hours because sometimes a decision just needs to be made so you can move on and be a good leader with other parts of your business. The same with so many things. Sometimes the decision doesn't actually matter. It's how quick you can make a decision and implement it and move on. Um, because if we just sit there thinking about the decision and like, you know, being really indecisive, it just doesn't work for our business and it doesn't work for our team. It's so hard for teams. And, you know, I've been so guilty of this in the past as well. And it makes their life harder because then they have less time to do the tasks they need to do that are with that. The costume's a perfect ex example, Amanda, because then there's time restrictions on when they can get it in and how they can hand it out. Whereas if you'd made that decision quickly in the first place, that wouldn't have been there. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, you know, making quick decisions and being okay with the fact that sometimes that may not be the right decision. And that's okay because you're going to make mistakes yeah. no matter what. Whether you sit on them for four hours or make them in 10 minutes, there's going to be mistakes made. Of course. And being adaptable and able to deal with those mistakes when they are made is the key. But, you know, like you said, whether you sit on it for four days even, that's probably not going to make too much of a difference to the, to the decision you make. And just go with it, be confident, and, you know, if things mess up, then they mess up at the end of the day. Um, so that's our six things, guys. Vision, integrity, adaptability, communication, confidence, and decisiveness. There's one little thing that I wanted to finish with today, and that is that we always as leaders should be self-reflecting. And I know that you chatted about this earlier, but one of the things that we see a lot of times is that leaders will blame their staff. You know, studio owners will go, oh, my staff are lazy. My staff do this. My staff do that. Well, a true leader will self-reflect and they'll go, okay, my staff did that. What could I have done to change that outcome? How could I have acted differently? How could I have maybe, you know, made the decision quicker or been more confident or whatever it was that you needed to do as a leader, you should always self-reflect. And I think that that is the real key, right? Absolutely. Um, I don't think, you know, for me in my studio, every single time something went wrong, it was on me all the time. It doesn't matter what it was. didn't matter if I wasn't there on the day. It doesn't matter if I haven't been in the studio for a week. If it was something that happened in a classroom, all of it is my fault. That's how I look at it because it's my business. And what it comes down to is how I'm leading my team. And so the teacher didn't speak to that student correctly awesome well then that's my fault because i have not 
um, trained her properly. I've not given her enough coaching around how she should speak to the, the child in that situation. Whatever that is, it all comes back. And it doesn't mean like, oh my God, it's all my fault. I've got to like take on all this blame and don't get me wrong, not like that, but it's cool. Okay, so what can I do to stop that happening in the future? What can I change in terms of my leadership status to make sure that that doesn't happen again? You know, um, and I can't remember the quote exactly, but uh, one of the things that I've always been really big on is any problems that happen in the studio, they're always my fault. Any success is always like, oh, that was my incredible uh, teacher who did that choreograph, that routine. Aren't they amazing? Yes, uh, my front desk team, they just do an awesome job. That's how I've always been in my business. And I think that's, you know, how you make it thrive sometimes, right? Yeah, and, and how uplifting for your team as well to have that. And what I loved that you said, you know, it's always your fault. It's great when you go back to your team member who's done that and done that in the classroom, Ender, and then you say to them, how can I help support you more so that this doesn't happen again? Rather than saying to them, how dare you have said that to that student, that was really wrong, say to the, change it up. How can I support you more? What do we need to do together so that you learn to not speak to the child that way? Yeah, you know, it's coming what from happened? a place. How could we best do it? How we could? How could we yeah. do it better next time? Like, you know, let's go through that. Let's go through the scenario. Let's play through some other scenarios. You know, there's so much in there. Yep, so much. Well, that is our top six things of being a good leader. We have one more podcast in our leadership series, but we hope you guys are really enjoying it and getting lots out of it. Cannot wait to chat to you next week on the podcast. Have an incredible week, guys. Bye.